This is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to continue on the series, The Strong, Mighty, and Courageous. This is part two about Gideon. We talked about Gideon and being um, an Israelite. The whole tribe of the Israelites had been turned over to the Midianites because of their evil that they did before the Lord. After the Lord told them not to do certain things, they did it. They rebelled. And there's consequences of sin. Amen? If you do this, you're going to be blessed. Else, you're not going to be under the blessing. And the Lord warned them about it. Well, let's continue on with some of the consequences of sin. That doesn't sound like fun, does it? But if we understand how to walk in the light where He is... We're going to walk in the blessings of God. I want the blessings of God. Amen. Don't you? I want you to experience more and more increase, more of the blessings of God to come up. Fulfill the call of God on your life. Amen. Let's turn over um, to Romans chapter 8. We're going to come back to Judges chapter 6 in a little bit on regarding the series a message about what Gideon went through, but he was in rebellion and they repented. The land of Israel, the Israelites repented because after seven years of being harassed, tormented, their crops being destroyed, being attacked by the Midianites, they finally repented of their sin. But we're going to talk a little bit more about, about the consequences of sin. Verse uh, 1 in Romans 8, chapter Chapter 8, verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. There is no condemnation in Christ. Glory to God. You may have missed it. I've missed it. Boy, have I missed it. I talked about family members who have missed it, but they're serving God today. Don't live under condemnation. That's Satan trying to condemn God convicts, His Spirit convicts us so that we repent, change, turn towards Him. Turn towards Him today, brother and sister. He has plans to bring you up. Amen? There's no condemnation to those who live in Christ. Verse 2, it says, For the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. You've been made free. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. For you who are pastors... Ministers, if you're preaching condemnation, you're not preaching the righteousness and goodness of God. Change it. Don't preach condemnation. You're, it's not preaching truth. It's not preaching love. You know, in Ephesians chapter 5, let's look at that. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5. Since we're talking about pastors, let's look at verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. That's a five-fold ministry. Now, I'm not talking about the five-fold ministry laying on hands this way. The five-fold graces and anointings and offices of God. Yeah, well, I used to do some of that. Think I was tough. Five-fold ministry laying on hands. That's not what it's about, brother. Don't hit people. Don't hurt people. These hands were are created to heal. Created to lay hands on people and bless people, not hurt people. 
Verse 12, it says, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Equipping means to make them mature, to help them grow up, complete, develop. That's what ministers are called to do, not to preach condemnation, to help people see the light, see the truth and love that they grow up, that they can help the whole body grow. Verse 13, till we all come to the unity of faith. Don't get in discussions and debates about doctrines with people. The Bible doesn't say till we all come to the unity of our doctrine. No, come to the unity of faith that Jesus is Lord. We're never going to agree in all the doctrine. You know, Apostle Paul who wrote, I don't know, two-thirds of the New Testament said, I know in part. Well, if Apostle Paul knew in part, I know in a piece, in a piece of a piece of a piece of a little piece of a part. Don't be arrogant about that. Your doctrine isn't right. Oh, there's portions of it that are right. You know, I've heard messages that I preached 15, 20 years ago that I'm like, I don't believe that. That's not truth. I got more revelation. I got more light. Partly because of people that were in the fivefold ministry helping me, equipping me for the work of the ministry, teaching me. The Holy Spirit giving me revelation. Don't judge people. We talked about judging on the last one. You know, if you're judging people, you're condemning yourself according to Romans 2, verse 4. Don't do it. Amen. Verse 14 or 13, it says, Till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to a measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Glory to God, we're growing up. Verse 14, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. That means that we're being pulled by this doctrine. Oh, that sounds good. Or this doctrine. Stay firmly rooted on the word. Don't change it. If, you've, if your doctrine needs changed because you get light revelation, you have multiple scriptures to back it, that's one thing. But don't be just frivolously, oh, that sounds cool. Oh, that's neat. Here's the new thing that's going on. I get that question from a lot of different pastors and stuff. What's God doing new in your ministry? The same thing he's been doing for decades, for centuries, for thousands of years. He's healing people, saving people, setting people free. He's giving people deliverance, prospering them. That's what's going on in my ministry. Amen. That's what should be going on in your life. God changes not. That's his will for you. Amen. Verse 14 says, We should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. See, Satan is cunning. He's crafty. He's deceitful. Don't fall for it. Amen. But speaking the truth in love that they may grow up in all things into him who is the head to Christ. Help people grow up. That's what we're supposed to be doing in the body, helping each other grow, encouraging each other, helping us get into victory, build our faith. You know, that's what Gideon heard from the Lord. Oh, you mighty man of valor. Why he's hiding out in a wine press trying to get, get some grain shuckled in fear. You mighty man of valor. It didn't seem like he was too mighty at that point in time. God has put things in you the same way. You mighty man of valor. Don't live under condemnation because you've missed it. You know, the, if, if you've got a problem, tell the truth. That's humility, truth, 
will set you free. Condemnation will hold you down. Yeah, and tell the truth. Repent. Get a clear conscience. Don't be under condemnation uh, with a clear conscience. You can tell if somebody has a clear conscience, but it requires an understanding of the power of the blood. You can have a clear conscience because of the great power of the blood of Jesus. It washed away our sin. It didn't just cover it up. It washed us away made us pure so that we could boldly go to the throne of grace, the throne of God's ability. That alone will help you come up and come out. Yeah, you can't do it. You're right. But God's ability, His power will bring you up and out. Amen? Glory to God. I'm excited. I'm getting up. This is building my spirit, helping me. I'd preach it just to help me because I know I need help. I'm not going to ask my wife. I know that she would agree that I need help. Put Faith in the power of the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. See, condemnation will destroy your faith, but faith is the victory that overcomes this world. It'll bring you up. It'll bring you out. Faith is the victory. Amen? Hallelujah. And walk in the light that you've got. Don't be under condemnation. Walk in the light that you've got. I am free. It's gone. I'm, I'm delivered. I'm set free. Make changes in your life. Repent and go on. With that in mind, James 4, 17 says, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it is sin. If you know you're doing something wrong, change. Amen. 1 John 1, 5 says, This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. You know, in the last message we talked about uh, the Israelites living in dens and caves and how dark and dreary and damp it is. Darkness. Live in the light. Amen. Go sit by a pool and get some vitamin D in you. Live in the light where he is. Amen. Let your light shine. Don't hide your light. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Last weekend, Sharon and I were with a few outlaw biker clubs and on our back, we wore these patches from Tribe of Judah Motorcycle Ministries. It says, Jesus is Lord. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Go into the enemy's camp and take back what he's stolen. Set people free by telling them about the goodness of God that sets them free. Amen. Help them. 1 John 1, 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Hence, they rejected the light. They lied about it. We don't know that. We don't see that. That's devilish. Don't allow your kids to get away with that either. Oh, I didn't know. If they knew something, that's a lie. I told you to take the trash out. Why didn't you do it? Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to take the trash out. And help them not to lie. Satan is a liar. Don't laugh about it. When they get in a cookie jar and they got cookies all over their face, did you get in a cookie jar? No, they need some correction. Amen. It says that God corrects those whom he loves. I want God's correction. Well, do you love your children? We're supposed to be, we're created in the image of God. Correct your children if they're lying. Amen. You know, I'm a pilot. And if I was getting ready, if this was a big mountain with a white cap on the top of it, and we're right here, do you think the pastors would want me to correct my heading and my altitude and correct it real hard, put it on a bank, spill their coffee on them, and 
climb and divert away from that mountain or oh i don't want to upset them boom no love makes corrections correct them amen help them that they grow up and you know we talked about jose earlier uh in the last message hosea 4 verse 6 it says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because they rejected it what this means is they've got light and they rejected the light they rejected what they knew they said oh i didn't see that they are destroyed you don't want your kids destroyed correct them amen let's go on first john 1 verse 7 says but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus christ his son cleanses it doesn't say it has cleansed it cleanses present past it it cleanses so if we don't know it's sin in our hearts the blood cleanses us continually of unholiness there's no need to fear sin you've committed without even knowing you've done it you know there's things that i did whenever i was younger that nah, i probably didn't understand how wrong it was well i do now I've been cleansed from it. I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. It cleanses us. Amen. Hallelujah. Cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, which is a lie, we deceive ourselves. You know, one of the things that's going on right now is people say it's my truth. It's their truth. No, there is one truth. God is the spirit of truth. This is the word of truth. It's either truth or it's not. It's either true or it's a lie. Not true to you. No, it's either true or it's not. You can say, well, that's not wrong for me. Well, whenever you're in uh, a situation where you're not being blessed because you said, oh, there's nothing wrong with that, raise up your eyes, repent, and you'll find out that God will bring you up and out goes on to say, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, the problem with the Midianites that need to be delivered is that they were living in the sin and rebellion. They knew it, but they didn't want to change. Sin is fun for a season. I know I've done it, but for a season. But if they look farther down the road, you can see where it leads to destruction. I mentioned uh, in the last message that your decisions affect your direction with affect your destiny. If you choose to go this direction, you're not going to a destiny behind you. You're going to a destiny in front of you. Your decisions determine which direction you're going, which ultimately determine what's going to happen in your life. Amen. I got a friend whose son keeps uh, skipping school. He's not on the path to graduate because of his decisions which affected the direction he was going in the morning, skipping school or getting on the bus. He needs some correction. Your kids may need some correction if they're lying about their homework. Let's continue on. Verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word is not in us. Well, His word is truth. He's not a liar. Amen. Let's look at John chapter 9, verse 41. We're going to go through a few of these. Then we'll get back to Gideon. It says, Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, We see. Therefore, your sin remains. 
If you see something, it is sin to you. That goes back to what I mentioned in 1 John, where it says, this is the message we have heard from him and declared to him that God is light and in him is no darkness. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as, we ha- as, we, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with him. Let's look at James chapter 4, verse 17. We talked about that a few minutes ago. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. If you know to do something and you don't do it, it's sin. Well, if you don't, in the same circumstance, if you don't know you should be doing something or not, or you don't know that you shouldn't be doing it, it's not sin to you. That's why the blood cleanses in those situations. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that I will have eternal life in heaven with you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Additional teachings like this one by Mike Cannaday are available on CD, free of charge, and sent postage paid. Also, you can download this message and many others from our website at www.fqmin.org. To learn more about Mike and Shara Canaday and the Vision for Final Quest Ministries, you can contact them through their website or write to Final Quest Ministries, P.O. Box 20305, Bradenton, Florida 34204, or call 417 417- 459-8900.